1: We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down.
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630-10. 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer in Boston. Our next guest, Jay Woodcroft, is in Bakersfield. This is Oilers Now, and we'll tell you that uh, the best pizza in the city is still making a great royal pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original royal pizza in Old Strathcona. 49 years, royal pizza has been... Edmonton-owned and operated for menu locations. Visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Well, uh, whereas the Edmonton Oilers open up with a bit of a stink bomb in their opening game, losing 5-2 to two in New Jersey, really taking it to Edmonton, the... Uh opposite experience for our next guest jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the bakersfield condors his team scoring four power play goals two shorthanded goals en route to an 8-1 victory over stockton jay welcome to our show uh you couldn't have drawn it up any better for that opening game could you Yeah. thanks for
2: having me on bob it was uh it was a good start for us for sure it uh, nice to see our, our players rewarded for their hard work. they really put in a, a solid month in preparation for their first regular season game. And um, to do it against a division rival like Stockton, Calgary's farm team, uh, was special for our group.
0: Well, and you and you, have, you got a young team. That's the other thing. I mean, Calgary had some guys that were American Hockey League veterans. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, you got – I mean, Brad Malone had a four-point performance. Mitch Callahan has scored two goals all of last year. He got two goals for him. I mean, that's important for him to get going. But you had a lot of kids playing their first American Hockey League game. And to me, I think maybe that's part of the excitement of what happened that night.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh players like Cameron Hebig um, who was in the lineup and, and plays in every situation for him to have the night that he had was big for him personally uh, of course Benson and Marodi got some experience at the end of last year but both of them were huge factors um, in in our start uh, played big minutes for us contributed at, uh, at both ends and then we got good uh, performances from some of our worker bees too the guys like Curry and, as you said, Malone, but uh, some two, three-year pros in Gambardella and Russell uh, were big for us up front, and I thought uh, what a lot of people didn't talk about was uh, the performance from our goaltender, Al Montoya, who was uh, a rock for us early in the game, in the first five minutes allowed us to settle in. and uh, and performed well. It allowed our D-men to get back to pucks quickly and move them into our forwards' hands, and we were quite pleased uh, that night with our team effort.
0: All right. Uh, so you win 8-1 in the opening game. You mentioned Montoya. Then you get a back-to-back, and you're, you're hosting San Jose. Uh, you outshot him pretty good, 38-31. Uh, Dylan Wells, who's already been assigned to the ECHL with Shane Strett returning from the Oilers, he got the start, gave up uh, 5 on 31 shots, a 5-1 loss against San Jose. So you get a split on yeah. the week. Um, in, in Wells' case, this is... A really a byproduct that Sturet's got the more experience in pro hockey at this stage, isn't
2: it? Yeah, for sure. I thought Dylan acquitted himself nicely going all the way back to rookie camp. He's, uh, he's a good professional. He came in in elite uh, shape, and, uh, you know, I thought he was actually very good for us, uh, particularly early in the game. Uh, the game got away from us when we took a bunch of penalties. We had a parade to the penalty box where we had – we're killing six times in, uh, in about a 25-minute span, which isn't a recipe for success. And while the kill was good, it sapped the it sapped the team of its energy and our rhythm and uh, got us back on our heels. But for Dylan, he, you know, he made some big saves early in the game for us. This is an opportunity for him to go down to Wichita, uh, battle for ice time with Stuart Skinner, and the big thing for him is to play some games and, and learn the professional side of things. And had a good chat with him this morning, and he's in good spirits, and uh, look forward to seeing some positive results from him down in Wichita.
0: You're also going to get an upgrade on defense because Ethan Bear, uh, once Chris Russell was cleared, uh, was assigned uh, to the minors on Saturday. Uh, he was obviously flying back with us from Europe and uh, is is going to slot in. Who do you plan on playing him with?
2: Uh, we plan on putting him together with Keegan Lowe, um, someone that can uh, that has good experience uh, allows Ethan to do what he does offensively. Kind of takes care of him. Uh, In the other two zones of the the rink, um, someone that uh, is going to talk to him and uh, we plan on playing him big minutes. Uh, I think uh, Keegan's a real steadying, calming influence on uh, most of his partners that he plays with. And uh, for him to be paired up with Bearsy and play big minutes will be key for us. That said, uh, Kevin Gravel and, and uh, Caleb Jones have been very good for us as well. Jones has played 22, 23 minutes a night for us in all situations. Um, playing, We plan on putting them together with Kevin for our game tomorrow night, and uh, we like the looks of uh, our D pairings uh, for sure.
0: Well, you've got three veterans. you got a veteran in each pairing at the HL level. That's got to help, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, I I think so. I think uh, what it allows us to do is to uh, simplify things. Um, It allows us to um, have some poise uh, when you're you're forced to defend. We don't want to defend, but that's not... That's not our game plan. We want to come out of our end at least 80 percent of the time with clean breakouts. But sometimes the other team has a say, and and they do good things as well. So what those veterans do on the back end for us is really settle things down. Um, they have experience, uh, they're poised, and um, you know they let our young forwards uh, know where they should be by talking to them. And uh, they've been very good so far. Been pleased with their deep. Jay Woodcroft
0: joining us, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, so, you know, you've you got, you got a, a veteran goaltender in Montoya. You've got three vets on the back end. Uh, obviously, Malone and Callahan are your two veteran guys up front. Um, who sort of, I, I know you've already mentioned uh, Habig, but was there anybody else that kind of impressed over the course of the weekend up front amongst the younger guys?
2: Well, yeah, amongst the other guys, I think you nailed it on the head. He big was an all-situation player for us. I think he's got three points in two games. Um, he, he can really skate. And we've asked him to um, play different positions, so he's very versatile. Um, he's played left wing, right wing, even taking some time in the middle. Uh, he's a good penalty killer. He scored a power play goal to get us started on the Friday night. Uh, he's been a real breath of fresh air for our group. Obviously, Benson, Morodi, and Vessel played together. Um, Benson has real poise with the puck. He makes plays at this level. Um, you know, he has things that he needs to iron out in his game, but he has he's in good spirits. He's a professional. And uh, he's getting better every day. Marodi has um, a real gift with the puck in the offensive zone. His ability to protect it and uh, find the open man is is very, very high end at this level. Um, He's working towards just the professional polish of things making sure that uh, he's sound defensively managing his shift length little things like that that as he gets more and more experience uh we'll add another layer to his game vessel is another guy who plays in all situations we um we started him on the wing with Morodi and benson but uh have moved him into the middle on occasion He gives us a uh, the ability to change looks on lines, and uh, he's a real intell- intelligent guy up front.
0: Jay, uh, just to wrap up, uh, I know you got a game uh, tomorrow night. How does the rest? The, how does the rest of the week uh, end up shaping up for the Bakersfield Condors? <laughs>
2: Well, the, you know, as, as disappointed as we were in the amount of penalties we took on the Saturday night and we ended up uh, not performing as well as we wanted to, the best part is, is that we get this team uh, that beat us um, tomorrow night. So um, Sunday was a day off for our group, the first one in a while, and uh, we had a real good practice on Monday, a work day for us. Today was about uh, playing with pace and and, uh, coming through uh, the neutral zone versus a very disciplined San Jose team. Uh, We're looking forward to our game tomorrow, and then uh, we have another game on uh, Saturday night versus Tucson Roadrunners.
0: All right. We'll hook up early next week. As always, Jay, thanks a lot for your time.
2: I appreciate it, Bob. Take care. Thank you.
0: You bet. That is Jay Woodcroft. He is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer joining you from Boston. It's 143 in Edmonton. Former Boston Bruin. Hey, he's a legend. Won a Stanley Cup. Best uh, playing tough guy in the league. I mean, he, this guy is the power forward that everybody else wanted to be. Milan Lucic coming up when we return on orders now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad, Welcome back, everybody. It's 147 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer coming up with you today, uh, with you right now. Uh, I will tell you, normally on Tuesdays, it's Stoffer Inspector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, featuring live standard-bred racing at Northlands Park every Friday evening and Saturday afternoon. Spec uh, was in transit today to get here to Beantown. So uh, we did a flip, and Mark will uh, join us on Thursday on Oilers Now when we also have Brian Burke, brought to you by Canadian Power Pack. So there you have it. To this day in order's history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group vacation with New West Travel and receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all of your vacation dreams. And with this day in Oilers history, dug up this note, here's Brendan Escott.
2: On this day in 2011, the Nuge, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, scores his first NHL goal as the Oilers beat the Penguins 2-1 in a shootout. Now, six seasons later, he's registered 118 more in 458 career NHL games. Bob?
0: Yeah, uh, 52 points in 62 games in his rookie season. There's still people that think the Oilers rushed him that year. He probably should have won the rookie of the year, but did not play the full season. 23 of those 52 points were on the power play. The power play finished that year third in the NHL. And I think of all of the orders forwards, uh, the guy that's been most committed to playing a 200-foot game has been Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and now he's been moved from center to the wing. Uh, He was not on the ice yesterday. The team flying in from uh, Gothenburg, Sweden, on uh, Sunday... And uh, practiced, uh, full practice yesterday. RNH was not on the ice. Tom McClellan telling the assembled media that were there that uh, he hopes to see him in practice on Wednesday, which would be tomorrow, and uh, the orders against Boston Thursday. This Day in Order's History, again, is brought to you by our friends at New West Travel, who just wrapped up a successful European vacation. And for all the New West Travel folks out there, 67 of them. It was a kicker. Uh, we did an event in Edmonton. Uh, we did an event uh, in uh, Cologne, Germany that was well attended and uh, did two events in Gothenburg, Sweden. So it was a qu- an absolute kicker having everybody there. Let's get to our one-on-one conversation with the guy who's probably the best Oiler in the game against the uh, New Jersey Devils, Milan Lucic. So Milan, this is a you know kind of a an interesting scenario because you had a tough finish to the season last year, but you had a great opening game personally, real good second and third period. You personally did, but the team didn't get what they needed out of the game, and it was a tough game. So how do you weigh those two? Knowing hey, I had you know you might have had one of your top five performances as an Edmontoner in that hockey game over in Sweden, but the team did not have the sort of game you guys were looking for. Uh,
1: just just from a personal standpoint, you, you try to bring what you brought in the first game. And and as a team, more importantly, um, you know, you you just – try to fix the things that we that we, that we made mistakes on and you know some loose coverage as uh, too many times uh, some 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 mistakes where we weren't thinking and you know sometimes getting outworked worked in, in situations so you know just like I said from a personal standpoint you want to bring what you brought but from a you, from a team's standpoint you you hope to you know pump everyone up and I think everyone is pumped up after today's video session and and, and practice uh, to, to get things going, going again. So um, you know we have one more practice and one more pregame skate before before our next game here, and, and I think there's lots to look forward to. I mean. Um, we're still looking for our first win. Yeah. We've only played one game. Uh, I thought when we got down in the preseason at times, we we bounced back. So we need to do the same thing here in the season. Uh, there's a saying: uh, prior preparation prevents piss poor performance, and uh, and
0: that means taking <laughs> practice seriously. Uh, one of the things that that I've noticed is just and uh, Todd just alluded to your work uh, your work ethic and practice has never been questioned. You're always you know right to the end of the drills. And is that you know is that, is that a way for you to sort of you know um, continuously improve is, is you know even at this stage in your career is it, you know Todd talk, talked about increased quickness with you and, and the ability to make plays that do you feel better right now maybe than you can you know when you were at the end of last season uh,
1: 100 percent, I, and I think it it starts in practice. It, you know, it starts with feeling good in certain areas and creating things in practice, and you know, kind of creating that competition within within the players. You know, battling against one another, and you know, that's where you, that's where you get you gain respect for one another, and that's where you you know you 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 go hard and practice and it just becomes second nature in the game and and that was something that I was fortunate to have a coach like Don Hay who taught me that at such a young age and it's something that I've always carried in throughout my career I mean I, I, I thought it slipped a little bit last year and and parts of my first year but that was, that was an area that I really thought I could crank it up again and um, I thought the whole team today cranked it up uh, we we spent as you saw some uh, a lot of time on the 4 check and and uh, we got it we got it uh, You know, we got the competitiveness going today on the practice day and and we need to keep that going uh, uh, so it carries over to Thursday night. Is that the way to do compete drills is is so that
0: there's actual aspects to how the team wants to play in terms of transitioning the puck out of your zone when you guys are in on the forecheck and then in terms of how you want to forecheck as well instead of just putting guys out there with one-on-one and then progressing to a two-on-two compete drill is to have part of your actual game plan or part of how you guys want to play into what you do in practice
1: I, I think so in my experiences it's it's always worked it's always uh, you know practice is the time to make those adjustments and and, and and get your game where you want it to go and you know it's it's obviously you have to do that on the fly during games but it's a lot harder sometimes to do it on the fly and as it is where you can actually you know rectify it in practice here so in my experiences throughout my career I, I uh, to your point to your question I, I I think that's exactly how you get it going in, in, in the, the, the right way and uh, I think we accomplished a lot here today in practice. Do you marvel at Zidane Char. Forty you now years of age
0: and forty one. Forty one. Who's counting? Once you're over forty you're forty. But <laughs> no, but but
1: I mean it, it is kind of it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it that he's still as good as he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean I, I played with him in his prime. I know how uh, great he takes care of himself. Uh, he loves to compete and I, I think those are the things that keep him going so obviously I mean he's not playing for the money Uh, he's made more than enough more than enough of it to to live a uh, to live a comfortable life but you know for him it's that competition it's it's uh, the preparation it's taking care of himself it's it's you know in the gym and all that type of stuff so you know as I've as I've gotten older I've I've definitely appreciate a lot more what I've learned from him and what I've been able to take from him as a professional and um let's see how long he goes uh you know as a 6'9 guy coming out of Prince George they, nobody thought he would even get 100 games in NHL he was, he was raw he yeah. was really raw he was as raw as it come I know I was raw but he was even more raw and uh you know he's he's just carrying on his hall of fame career so let's see how far he can go
0: all right, that's Milan Lucic of the Edmonton Oilers. That wraps up the Tuesday edition of Oilers Now. Reed Wilkins coming up tonight on Inside Sports. I will tell you tomorrow our guests will include Craig Simpson, John Shannon, both from Sportsnet. Uh, we'll hear from Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager Kurt Hill. They're on their longest road trip of the year. And also Edmonton Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Special thanks to Brendan Escott. Brendan, you just worked your first road show with me. These are the toughest shows to do. Uh, after Eileen Bell with a global news weather traffic update, it is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, from Boston.
2: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.